The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Y. That's code W-H-Y-Y for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just five bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City Branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Welcome to part two of episode five of the Why with Dwayne Wade and my combo with my brother, Carmelo Anthony. In part two, we focus more on hoops, his dramatic time with the Knicks, and why he didn't want to come and watch my last game at Madison Square Garden. But first, we start with his college experience at Syracuse and his legendary run to the national title. Now, you've committed to Syracuse already, and I have this iPad just to show you the photo that you probably know and you've seen, but this is for everybody else, right? Mm. So, you're bringing me back. Now you go to now you go to Syracuse. Yeah, you, you've committed your junior year. You've yeah. been you know where you're going. <laughs> yes, you play one year at Syracuse. Um, I always I, on a, I go on record to say the first time I seen Melo play in person was uh, in New York at Madison Square Garden. We were in the same tournament. We didn't play each other. But we was in the coaches versus cancer tournament to start the year off. We played Memphis. Y'all played Memphis. Yes. And we played Villanova. Yes. And I'm sitting there and I'm watching this player that I've heard about in high school. And they're supposed to be nice. But I'm like, you know, I'm kind of hating a little bit. I'm like, let me. And he older. He older. I'm older. I'm sitting here. I'm, <laughs> you know, I'm my second. This, I'm a sophomore in basketball, but I'm a junior. I was supposed to be a junior, but I sat out mm-hmm. a year. So I'm sitting here and I'm watching. You had like 30. You would get, like, you would get, you would get into the money. It looked so easy. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting there like, damn, I ain't never seen, like, I ain't never seen this up close and personal. It, you were doing it with a smile. You were doing it with a flair. You were just hoping. Yeah. And I was like, this is the best, I think this is the best basketball player I watched with my, with my own eyes. Because, man, you know, we, I ain't seeing MJ and all of my own eyes. Yeah, but in absolutely. my own eyes, I'm like, 
this is the best player I've ever watched. I walked away from there like, yo, this is the number one pick in the draft next year. Yeah. In my mind. Now, mm-hmm. I've never seen LeBron at Absolutely. this time. Right? And so we, you go through that year, and obviously it ends, <laughs> it wow. ends this way. Right? Wow. Right? This is how it ends. This is young. That's 19? How old are you? I was 19. You were 19. When you got to Syracuse. That's the moment. That's the moment, right? I remember that moment. Like, (laughs) what was going through my head at that moment. But I'm going to let you ask the question. (laughs) When you got to Syracuse, was this moment something you you dreamed of, you thought that was possible? Never. Okay. And if you notice, my story is always never. Did you dream about the NBA? Never. Did you think about winning a national championship? Never. Never. Because... It wasn't those things wasn't reachable to me. That was was never my goals. And also, I had a problem with attachment at that point in time during my teenage years because of everything I was getting attached to. It was being taken away. Cousins, family, friends. Every time you be more, gotta go and be more. You know what I mean? Everywhere, Mm -hmm. Oak Hill, Towson County, gotta go. Oak Mm -hmm. Hill next year, boom. Syracuse one year. It's like. I'm on my whole career was like double dutching almost. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I never got a chance to really reflect on anything that I've ever done. So my point is I never thought about college. It was just like, yo, I want to be, I mean, about leaving college or winning the national championship. It was, damn, yo, I'm going to go to college. I want to be there. Yo, it's crazy. You just thought about like, college. Four years going to be crazy. Like yeah. it, this was, when you go to college, you stay four years. Yeah. There wasn't a culture of leaving one and done's like, no, I never even heard of that. That was like, <laughs> oh, he did that. He is special. He right. did one and done. Right. It was like four people. That's a unicorn, like yeah, that's like coming style. straight out of NBA and and producing. Right. I'm like, nah, like, man, I might do that. Like, I'm like, man, I'm going to school. I'm planning for three, four years. Like, that's I'm, crazy. I'm about to be. I'm about to be on campus going crazy because that's what I grew up underneath. People going to school for three, four years and right. and building as they get, you know, the more years you're on campus, you know, the yeah, more comfortable you get, your so stock rise and yeah. people. And, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like this is what college is supposed to be about. Right. I'm not thinking going one and done. Never even crossed my mind. But I did a press conference after we won it. Everybody thought I was kidding when I said, I thought you're supposed to stay in school for four years, not one. I was dead ass serious when I said that yeah. because they was chanting one more year. And I'm like, why? I, I, I might come back. <laughs> He's like, what y'all talking about one more? It was, it, was a pep, it was a pep rally. I'm like, I might come back. If we don't win this, I'm, I'm coming back. Even if we do win it, I might come back. Yeah. And you're like, nah, bro, you win this, your ass is out. I'm like, nah, bro, I'm coming back. Like, I'm just. It take you a year in college to get your feet wet. You got to, especially you got to go through the weather. You got to go through not seeing people, the ups and downs, every flow of college. And then mm-hmm. you got to go through the winter, the mm-hmm. fall and winter to get to the spring and, mm-hmm. the, and the good times. By mm-hmm. the time you get to the spring and the good times, it was time for me to go. So I'm like, man, we just won it. How like, <laughs> kind of experience college? I'm coming back. Your college experience wasn't really an experience. I was at the end. Right. And I was like, oh, this is what college is supposed to be about. Before it was like 30 inches of snow. You still got to go to class. You Right. So you got April and May. I got March, April, May. <laughs> to turn up. <laughs> to turn up. To, to turn months. up. To turn up. Yeah. So for the listeners out there, and we, we talked about it before, uh, 
I seen Melo play that first game, but I never met Melo until the Final Four. Yes. Until we both were in the Final Four. It was Syracuse, it was Texas, it was Kansas, and it was Marquette. Wow. What did you think of what what was you thinking at that time? What did you think about <laughs> like obviously Syracuse and Kansas and Texas and then Marquette? Talk to me about what was you feeling? The way I felt about Marquette was the way that people felt about Cuse. We wasn't supposed to be there. Right. So our cards were so stacked against the deck. Oklahoma, Texas, mm-hmm. Kansas, mm-hmm. Oklahoma State, Auburn. Manhattan was the first game, which was a tough game until we opened the game up at, you know what I mean, at the end. But that was a stacked deck against us. Mm-hmm. So every game that we won, by the time we got to the Final Four, it was like, man, we here. We like, here, man, man we, we don't care what. You know what I mean? Like, we, we here, man. We here, man. We going to go out here and just play our game, just have fun. Yo, we here. 60,000. Like, we going to play our game and hoop. We win, we win. If we don't, yeah. we don't. We already overachieved. We overachieved when we beat Oklahoma. Nobody thought that. They were number one seed. Beat them almost about 20. We overachieved when we was down 16 at Oklahoma State. I have came back. Came and back yeah, I remember that. Overachieved in Texas in the front. We overachieved. Auburn, Marquise Daniels, and we overachieved. We wasn't supposed to be in those situations. Marquise Daniels was nice, too. You know what I'm I saying? Like we wasn't, we wasn't supposed to. He was killing our zone in yeah. the middle of the zone. Like We wasn't supposed to beat those teams. So every game, we just gained confidence. So by the time we get to the Final Four, it's like, we looking at it. Hey, I know Marquette probably great. Ain't nobody saying that they're gonna win. It's like we saying the same thing about Marquette. And it's like, but we gotta meet Marquette. Like it's like, man, fuck Texas. I mean, Kansas, and we don't want them. Like we we already five and four and zero against the Big 12. Right. We wanna play against somebody that's different. We want Marquette. And we actually thought we was going to play y'all, bro. Like, we was in the room, chair, like, yo, fucking D, yo, go get this nigga, D-Ray, get this. Because you guys just came off the, quad, the quadruple double or whatever. <laughs> uh, triple double versus uh, Kentucky. You had just came four. off of that. So I'm like, yo, we, and y'all on the other side. Yeah. So we rooting for y'all. Yeah, we supposed to, to meet y'all in the finals. Right. So yeah. we like, yo, they, yo, Marquette, D-Way going to do it. He going to do it. Every time, yeah, we going to do it. Like, oh, we got to play these motherfuckers. Texas. Kansas. I just knew we were gonna play Syracuse though. It was it was it I was just, so crazy, man. Now that we can reflect back on that. A lot of things, it was written. Like that was the play. That was the play. You understand what I'm saying? Like yeah. to be honest, like, <laughs> yeah, it's me and Braun. That was the story. Me and you in the championship and it's find the final national championship. I'm just saying when you talk about putting things in perspective, it's like what what I don't I don't like doing what could have been and what ifs. It is what it is. Right. But that could have been something totally different. <laughs> what you like, I'm about? Like, my mind, because in my mind at that time, I'm like, all right, you was going. We the, we the, we the, It's the perfect matchup because we got shooters. They got a zone. They got length. They got. We got. So in my mind, I'm like, this is the perfect matchup for us. I ain't saying I'll overlook Kansas because they obviously they were they beat. Yeah, they beat our ass, and you want overlooking Texas, but I wanted the Syracuse matchup because I felt we matched up 
better versus y'all than we did versus anyone else. So I was like, all right, get that zone, get the zone because we see y'all had slashes, y'all had slash. You was a slasher too, and we had we had Novak the shooter, we had yeah. If you knew how to slash, you was ten. I was zoned up, right? And I'm slashing, yeah. And so I'm like, okay. That's why we was like, that's all. That's all. But yeah, man, that was the. Again, man, I get a chance to reflect on all of these years because I never had a chance to. Yeah, when you're playing, you just you, you're so you're so focused. You're playing, and committed bro. If you on think about it, I went do. from junior year to Oak Hill in a, in in a couple months. Oak Hill to Syracuse in a couple months. Syracuse to the NBA in a couple months, and it's like every season just started to compound. And then it's like you don't get a chance to reflect. It took me nine, ten years to watch the national championship game. Cause you don't have that time to just sit back, yeah. Sit back, no. and it's not a, so you start wondering now why everybody feel like it's ten years later. Why everybody talk about the Syracuse? It's been done. Yeah. When do you understand it? You start learning it, understanding. You start putting things into perspective, and you start appreciating it a lot more. So I'm sitting there, I'm watching you, my bird's eye view. Yeah. Right. You you down on the court, and you have a whole nother emotions and everything going on. I'm up here. I'm furious inside. Yeah, you got your own emotions. I got my own emotions. <laughs> and I'm sitting here and I'm and not not from you. I don't know you like yeah. that, but I'm sitting here and I'm like, oh, I'm coming back next year. Yes. Because in my mind, no, we I want that. You was close. I'm too close. I'm yeah. coming. I'm coming back. I got two more years of eligibility. Coach, I'm coming back. Mm-hmm. I'm very similar to I'm sure that Coach Beheim told you, <laughs> get your <laughs> get your ass about here. <laughs> he did, he did. He did, man. It was when I got back, when we got back off the plane coming from New Orleans that year. It was mayhem. It was mayhem. Like, from the airport to the campus. Can't imagine. Crazy. It's about 10 to 15 miles. From the, from the airport to the campus. It's about 10 to 15. It was packed. Took us damn it three hours to get from the airport to the with people. So I had a parade. Without Before the parade. parade. Right. You had a the bus parade, parade. We didn't even had a parade <laughs> yeah. yet. It was just you couldn't go. You just was there. So by the time we get to campus, the party, shit is burnt down, cars is burned, trees, you know what I mean? Like it's real national championship college atmosphere. And a couple days go by. And you're like, come to the office. Now that, now that we calm down and, you know, I got the monkey off my back. That's what he said. He got the monkey off his back. He said, what you doing, man? I'm like, what's, talk to me. I'm getting agents calling. Oh, you know, teams is calling, NBA teams. But I, man, man, I'm trying to hit the party later on, man. I ain't trying to talk about no agent, no NBA. Like, I'm trying to go... We got the party on the quad. I'm going to the party with the quad. Yeah. I'll see you later. 19 years old. Bayheim, I'm not thinking about <laughs> not no thinking agent. About no. I'm not thinking about, man, you handle like you talk to that. I ain't you talk to that. Right. I'm going to I'm going to enjoy this moment. And for two weeks straight, we just party on campus. Like it was, you know what I mean? Like Syracuse was, they've been in that position before. In 83, 80, like 87, I think. Keith Smart hit the same shot. From the corner mm. that Hakeem blocked in the same stadium. Wow. Indiana. Yeah, Syracuse, no, no, Indiana. Keep smart. Yeah. 
Mike Woodson in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he drained that shot in that corner. I remember Keith hit that joint. Shout out bro, to Keith Smart. Keith Smart, Smart hit coach. that shot, bro. Like, so when that shot is going on, Hakeem blocks it. It's, it changes. It's, it, it freezes because we, in our mind, this is all we was playing with that shot in the corner by Keith Smart. So by the time we get the cues, back the cues, fast forward, we sit down and he's just like, what you doing? I'm like, man, I'm about to have a press conference and saying I'm coming back. What? <laughs> he said, what? Listen, I'm going out there. We do the press conference. If you say that you, you coming back, you're not allowed back. I'm going to say it on national television. You're not allowed back. So, yo, why are you kicking me out? Like, <laughs> I'm like, I really starting to love this. Like, I'm really starting to love this place. I'm you're really, trying to find a home. You're trying to find a bro, like family. I've been, you. I've been on the road for Three years, just yeah. boom, 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 boom. So Cuse is like, finally I can rest my head. It's home. I won. Right. I'm good here. Ah, for life. And you telling me to go. He told me, get my shit and go. I don't want to see you back on this campus. Leave your stuff, bro. Like, you can leave everything. You you could buy more of that. Like, you I ain't go. going nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> Man, I'm still in the dump, still in my apartment. I'm still driving around camp. Man, I'm not going nowhere. This man is crazy. Then I did the press conference with him. In the press conference, I'm like, <sighs> shed a tear, man. Like, fuck, man. Like, I gotta leave. Gotta go. Gotta go. Apple Card is the perfect cashback rewards credit card. You earn up to 3% daily cash on every purchase every day. That's 3% on your favorite products at Apple, 2% on all other Apple Card with Apple Pay purchases, and 1% on anything you buy with your titanium Apple Card or virtual card number. Visit apple.co slash card calculator to see how much you can earn. Apple Card issued by Goldman Sachs Bank USA, Salt Lake City branch. Subject to credit approval. Terms apply. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Y, that's code Y, W-H-Y, for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this show is sponsored by better help people don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down you may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments that comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings that frustrating thing your mom does or that silly thing you said in a meeting Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it 
so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Wade today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Wade. So to not go through every step of the way you go, right? Mm -hmm. You were the number three draft pick Mm -hmm. in one of the most iconic drafts. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, in the world <laughs> in 2003, one of the most iconic drafts ever. Um, you go to Denver yes. at the third pick. You're a Jordan athlete, which it's a big deal. Yeah. Right? You got your own mellow, you got your own mellows and you, yeah. got, you know, you got the whole swag. Tell us about Denver. Tell us about that experience. Um, coming from where you come from, yeah. right? Coming from New York, coming from B-more, Syracuse. Now you get drafted and you go to Denver. I'm yeah. sure it's foreign to, to you. It's foreign to me, but I've already been to foreign. I've already been to So you're Oak a little Hill. comfortable. I love Denver Mellow. Okay. Right. From the simple fact that I'm going to keep reiterating, I was 19, mm-hmm. 20, like 19. So coming into an organization, a city, it's like here, like, like here, help you know, we had just won 16, 17 games the year before. Like, I, underst- I understood that coming into that, to Denver. I never thought about Denver, though. I thought I was going to Detroit. So Denver was never in my mind. So you thought you were going to be the number two pick in the draft? And that was so. It was done. Which was you how. You were told that and you. I was told, was told that. that. Okay. Yeah, by him. <laughs> You know, I'm and I'm like, I want to get with him one day, but I was told that by him that you gonna be the pick. So in my mind, my confidence shoots straight up. I'm on campus and I get this information. Oh, mm. this is mm. <laughs> you giving mm. up? I'm Detroit. Yeah, I'm, I'm getting Ooh. Detroit sweatsuits. I'm getting the practice basketballs. I'm getting yeah, ba- I'm getting NBA socks with like I'm Detroit Pistons in college. Right. Then it don't happen. So I never even... When did you know it wasn't going to happen? The draft day. So you, you, you didn't know until draft day? Yeah, I kind of have inklings, but it was like... they talking about... They was talking, they started talking about Detroit. And anytime somebody start talking about something all of a sudden, some shit is happening Something's behind happening. the scene. So as we hearing it about Darko, oh, we shoot the Detroit. We got to go find... Where Darko was working. Now we got to get to it, D-Wade. <laughs> we got to find him, man. Where they hiding him at? Right. We going to work out with him. Right. Oh, we dry, we pull, we pulling up. They was ducking. They was hiding. No, no, he's not in that gym. He's, bro, where is he at? It, it, first of all, Detroit Pistons is in Detroit. This kid is working out for Detroit Pistons. So somebody know where this kid is at. We going to find him. We going to every gym. We... This is a true story. We go into the gym. We want Darko. We want to work out. <laughs> wait, so wait, hold on. So you, bro, we so want to work out. To we, find, in, we wanted Detroit. We want to work out. We want to find him to, to do what to show. Like I'm the number two. I might be the number one pick. Is what I'm saying. Like right. so, I got to prove that. And you now you tell me I'm gonna be number. I ain't gonna be the number but two at this pick. Point, and I think I might be at number this one point, pick. Now I know. Okay. 
Cleveland, they may take Braun, but they'd be a fool if they don't take Braun. Right. So I'm, I know that. And I'm already got the basketball from Detroit, sweatsuit Detroit, bags. I'm going to Detroit. So, yeah, I got to find this guy. Wherever he's at, I'm going to, I got to get to him. I got to get to him. I got to play him. I got to show what time it is mm. with these scouts. Mm. I like that. So, they gave us a runaround. Come back to the draft. You know, draft week. Now, the, the Detroit conversation is picking up with Dark going. It's like, who the fuck is this guy, man? Who is this guy? Came out of nowhere. Who is this guy? He came out two weeks ago. We're sitting down. It's a picture that me and Braun is sitting like at an angle, and he, I'm like leaning this way. He's like talking to me. He's I remember. Like, mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, you was there. And he's yeah. like, yo, you next. So when he's, and I'm like, yo, he's like, man, we're going to be playing. You in Detroit. I'm in, oh, this yeah. rival. Like, it's Detroit, like. Cleveland, yeah. Man, get the call. Yo, Detroit said they taking Darko at the at the, in the green room before the number one pick though. Okay. Yo, we got to shift to Denver. Like Denver. Yo, I ain't work out for Denver. Like I ain't. I had a terrible workout in Denver. I went to Denver. I must die. <laughs> <in the> altitude. <laughs> I oh, did. I did. I did five spots in sale. Listen, <laughs> Kiki Vanderway was like, "Yo, Melo, come on, come on." Come on, we can't. No, nah, no, nah, come on. We ain't gonna let nobody see this. Come on. <laughs> no, I was, we ain't gonna let nobody see this. Yo, I was dying. Yeah, the altitude was crazy. Dying. I was dying. <laughs> Please, Kiki, look, work with me. Two in a row and move. Like, <laughs> 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 I was dying, you know, but I never I had a good, I, I had one workout and then. So wait, did you work out for Detroit? Or you just worked out for Scouts? I was supposed like, to work out for Detroit. I didn't work out for nobody. For nobody. None. Denver was like the only one I worked. I was going to Detroit to work out. They canceled my workout. Mm. And then come to find out they was working out Darko. So I'm like, oh, hell nah. Some footage came out. I seen the footage when they was working out Darko. In the, in the high school gym, he's shooting left hand hooks and school. all that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the footage. I was going there. Where's he at? Open the doors. <laughs> I'm going to that high school. Man, open the doors, man. <laughs> bang, bang. Open the door. I'm here. Like, let's go. Let's get to it, champ. Right. They was giving me the run around. And at that point, I just, I started going back to growing up. And every time somebody tell me they're going to do something, they don't. I, shit is taken away. So fuck it. I don't give a fuck. Denver it is. This is what we doing. This is how I'm carrying it out there in Denver. You want me to come out there? Y'all just won 17 games, 18 games. I'm feeling out of high. I just won a national championship. But I, I, don't, I don't have an ego. I'm coming in like trying to work with Marcus Canby, Vashawn Leonard's, you know what I'm saying? Like, they my vets. Andre Miller, Earl Boykins, those are my vets. So now I'm like, I ain't coming in trying to take a spot. Bro, they are giving me this shit. Like, I'm, I can't give it back. I, it's not like I got I had to work for this shit. Like, right. no, they threw me the keys. They threw you the keys. They threw Braun the keys and said, Drive and yeah. figure it out yeah. as you go. Build the car while you while you drive it. Go. I don't know what kind of car, but yeah. go. Just go and build it. And that's the spot that I was in in Denver. So I always played with an edge. I always played with like it's, it wasn't a nervousness. It was just like a sense of like this shit could be taken away from me. So I was always afraid of it being taken away from me, which is I, why I always approach the game the way that I approach the game. 
Did Denver, did did Detroit ever say why they why they decided to go with Darko over you? Nah, man, they ain't. no. They never said it. Nah, I mean, I want to sit down. You know, I'm a man now. Like, you know what I mean? I want to sit down. I want to sit with Joe Dumas. Like, sit and like, yo, what's up? Like, let's build. Let's talk. Like, I don't got no heart. I want to know what top. You know, because we talk about shit that could have been different. You know what I mean? And I got I had to like grow out of that as a man and be like, you know what I mean? Fuck that shit. Like, I ain't. It's written, you know what I mean? Like maybe if I'd have went there, shit would have been different. Right. You feel what I'm course, saying? Like who course. knows? Like, but you that's the older me. The younger me is like, man, I was in Detroit. Right. Fuck, I was an hour away from B more. Dang. You know, imagine how we'd have had Detroit Ooh. along with the culture and the vibe and the love that Detroit already have. Like, we would have been Motor City. <laughs> <laughs> We'd have been crazy out there. So the the video of Darko comes out that we see two weeks before the draft, right? Hurt my heart. I'm gonna tell you what happens on my side. <laughs> Mind you, I worked out for 13 teams in <laughs> 14 days, 15 days, or something like that. But anyway, I get a late call to go to Denver, mm-hmm. like the day before the draft. I'm like, so now I'm like, why am I here? Like I'm not supposed to be top three pick. Like, why am I you here? You did, yes, you did. So I go to yes, work out yes. in Denver. That altitude jumped on my, they had me work out with like a junior college uh, guy, right? Yeah. We hooping. I don't remember his name. I don't want to disrespect <laughs> him, but I feel like I did my thing. Anyway, I go into the office with Kiki and I'm like, Kiki, why am I here? Y'all like, they taking Darko at two. Y'all taking Mellow. Why am I here? He was like, well, just in case Detroit take Mellow at two. That's why you here. So now I'm in all of the flux. It's all, I don't know where I'm going in life now. Well, at this me point. either. <laughs> Kiki tells me, yo, it's either you or D-Wade. He tells, he's telling me this. Yo, if you if you there, it's you or D-Wade. This is what he's telling me. He's telling me this. So I could have been in Detroit, and you could have been in Denver. Definitely. Darko would have been in Miami. They needed a big. They wanted a big. They needed a big. This mm. was what Miami needed at that yeah, point in time. Big. Yeah, they had to figure out what to do with you. They couldn't let you pass on the board. Right, they just grabbed me up. <laughs> we going to make this work with him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, you feel what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. So she could have been totally, <laughs> totally, totally different. Bro. But it's a blessing, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's good to that we can, the what ifs of it, you know what I mean, at this point in time. Let's move on to New York. Yes. Big move. Mm-hmm. I remember, was it, it was around All-Star weekend when it started coming out. That you were, you know, that you were moving from Denver. Yeah. Right? It was around All-Star Weekend. And you forget it, was where we were. it was All-Star, L.A. It was L.A. All-Star. Okay. I remember when this news started coming out that Melo was, it was, it was, it was over. The relationship was, it was over. And you went to New York and yes. all places. Now, mind you, on one end, you're going to New York, which is incredible. But on the other end, New York is building, they had just got Amari that summer. Raymond Felton. Raymond Felton. So they, they and they were balling. They was all stars. Yeah, Amari was, they was MVP. The best runner like first leading. half of the season. Yeah, first half of the season. That was our two. That was Raymond the 2010 Felton summer. Yeah, yeah, right. We 2010, the big three in Miami. Amari goes to New York. He was the first move to go to New York that summer. Big move for New York. They're balling. Amari's hooping, and then All Star Weekend, the trade happens and Melo goes to New York. Talk to me about it. What are you thinking? Did you want to go there? New York never was the place, though. Like, oh, okay. It was, people, 
People think that, like, I went in there and was like, get me out of here to Denver. Like, that never was the case. You understand? The case was, hey, I see what's happening here. 08, okay, we building. 09, we take a step and go to Western Conference Finals. Play the Lakers. We battle. Now 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 we understand where we at compared to the champs, like compared to the Lakers and the San Antonios and, you know, those teams. Now we we have a, a, a taste of that. Like, me personally, is like, yo, I could get it. Just, I, we got to get there. I'm going to get it. I am going to get it. If we, we two plays away from winning that, you know what I mean? It's like, we win that series after two plays. So, in my mind, it's like, yo, team, I just need y'all to, let's get there. Let's dominate Dallas. Let's not play around with them. Let's dominate New Orleans, CP and them. Let's not play around with them. Let's show everybody we serious. We want the Lakers. We, this is our time to like get Trump the Lakers. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened in the series, it happened. That next following year, my mind, hey, this is what we had. We analyzed the series, analyzed that team. We plug and play. Put this place right. Put this person here. Boom, we might lose this person, but we're going to get somebody. Let's just plug and play. We ain't got to reinvent nothing. Right. We already there. We two pieces away. Right. Whatever those pieces were, we two pieces away. You trade Dante Jones, which was at that point was a pivotal piece for our team, mm-hmm. the type of team we had. Dante Defender, tough. Dante was great with the You know what I mean? Great leader, yep. locker room guy, great guy, great teammate, great, great person, great yep. man. You get rid of him. I'm telling you, yo, Dante, a take less. Just off, give him this. Just <laughs> give him, give him another 750. Like, I know what I'm saying like 750 is, but give it to him, bro. Like, you gonna let him walk away to go over here? So you feel for, like they for a million dollars more? So you're going, you're trying to go this way. You feel I'm like you going finals. Go I'm going. Backwards. This is my chance to get to the to the finals, right? Because I know. We beat the Lakers. We sweeping Orlando that year. And that's just real talk. And this is 2009. This is nine. This is Lakers sweep Orlando that year. Almost. Mm -hmm. We beat Orlando. Well, regardless of what anybody thinks, we would beat Orlando that year. Okay, so this is the Lakers' first championship of their back-to-back. Yes. Okay. Yes. For Boston. Got you. So it's like we catching, you know, conglomerates like San Antonio Lakers. We catching the best teams ever. I got to face that. So this is my time to be a part of that. That's what I'm thinking. And then y'all get rid of a major piece, right, because you want to go, you think you get younger in the same effect. No. So, hey, I'm going to play this season. But, look, y'all got to show me what y'all going to do. I'm not trying to rebuild. I just got a taste of the Western Conference Finals. I'm not trying to rebuild. And you got signed a five-year deal. Yeah, so now so, I'm like, I got like a year, two years left. Right, in that deal. On that deal. So now like, y'all about to make me rebuild with two years left on my deal? Here's a here's play. Look, I'm not rebuilding. I'm hearing rumblings of y'all about to amnesty tra- uh, Chauncey, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all going to amnesty Chauncey. Y'all going to send JR and, and Nene to Chicago for somebody. They wanted Joe Kim. Bring Joe Kim. They go ship Nene out. Who you about to have me over here with? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, who? Who? 
It took me six years to get to this point of making it to the Western Conference Finals. And now you want me to start all over again. No. So here's what we're going to do. I don't know what y'all thing is, but I'm not, I'm not trying to rebuild. I'm not saying I want to get out of here, but y'all got to show me y'all cards. And they cards was you got you out of there. They cards was, <laughs> you know, no, we want you to stay. Well, you know how I go. We want you to stay. It's like, no, y'all playing with me now. I said this in June. We went to a baseball game at Oreo Stadium and had a good time. And we talked like men and we figured it out. And like, I understand where you at. I understand where you at. Let's make this happen. Here's the teams. Chicago. The deal was done with the Lakers. Me and Nene for Lamar Odom and Bynum. Mm. That deal was done. Mm. I never thought about New York. The Lakers? But then bro. when they turned that deal down, God. when George had that deal and turned that deal down. So that didn't happen. Right? They turned that down. Now it's like, oh, y'all don't want me in the West. You gonna send me to the East? Yeah. Give me to New York. Give me to New York. The deal never was with New York. The deal was with New Jersey Nets. So when we was All Star Weekend, Mm -hmm. the deal was with the New Jersey Nets. George Carl had a deal with Utah behind the scenes for the young boy, Derek Favors. Oh, Derek Favors, yeah. Because he wanted Derek Favors. He was liking Derek Favors out of Georgia Tech, and he thought that was a power forward that. He was a Nene type power forward. So that was like going to be, he wanted him to be the next Nene. So you got to go. Got to go. So you ended up in New York. Ended up in New York. That deal was, wasn't supposed to happen though. We, we need another podcast, another hour to tell yeah, that we, specific we'll story of, of New York. I can't that wait. deal. <laughs> that was not but that's another, but yeah, the deal happened. Um, I went to the airport from LA, drove him to the airport. Leon called me, yo, go back to the house. Ain't no deal. Boom. I'm in the house in the bathroom in L.A. Family, everybody there. Pop up on the screen. Denver Nuggets make a trade with New Jersey Nets. They in the works. I'm like, what the f- What's going on? Leon, yo, Denver is saying they not don't want to send you to where you want to go. But I'm like, I'm not forcing it to go to New York. Like, if they want, you can ship me. I can stay here in L.A. Like, you can make this deal where I'm already here. I'm not going to New Jersey, though. So we met about Jersey, and that was when all the Brooklyn stuff was about to happen yeah. two years yeah, after two that. Two years later, and, and it's he like, was doing Barclays. If he was in Brooklyn, next year I would be there. Right, but it was a couple years down the line. I can't play at a Prudential Center, champ. Like, I just <laughs> yeah, can't. Child, like, come man, on. Like, I just, I can't ah, that's, ah, nah, I can't do that. Yeah. You know, so I, then, then the New York thing happened, and... Because it sounded good. I ain't going to even hold you. The whole Brooklyn thing and everything they were trying to build, Bro, it was just too far. It was incredible. Yeah, it was just the too far away. The conversations was incredible. Oh, incredible. And if it was that next season, I, I probably would have been in that. So how was it when you got there? And Amari, it was Amari's team. It was Amari's team. And I made it my point to let everybody know this is Amari's team. I'm coming here to enhance what he already got going on because I know he need a, a wingman. He need a sidekick that. And that's my man from high school. Like, you know what I mean? I get a chance to play with Amari in New York. He already eight games, 30 points a game. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, this is this is the time to do it. Yeah. I can't go to Miami. I can't go to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to a place where I can go and blossom and be that. 
So I never stepped on his toes. It was, it was, I got you. Like, whatever you want me to do, I got you. But the, but the, the, from the style didn't really fit. So what happened outside. was, so Dan Tony was there early. That system was working because now I'm, I am at small, I'm at a four. I'm at the stretch four, right? So now Mari can play the stretch five. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Which was nobody was doing that at that point in time. Nobody put Amari at the stretch five. Right. Dan Tony's pick and rolling. Pick and roll. So now when he had the stretch five and now I'm at the stretch four, it's a different type of matchup that's out there. You got to pay attention to Amari and you got to pay attention over here. So pick your poison on one of them because Amari is going. And I didn't want to step on his toe because I didn't want to fuck his rhythm up of that those 30-point games. So I'm coming in saying, hey, look, we playing through you, bro. Like, you go. I'm going I'm going to get to it. Like you know what I mean, but you you got to go. So I wanted to establish that early and that fit as we started to go along with Dan Tony kind of stepped down. We start getting a different type of team now. We start getting Tyson Chandler. We start molding it out. Amar, you playing the 4, Melo, you at the 3. Man, you know what I mean? Like we start molding this Raymond Felton. Oh, we going to go get JR from China, come back. Now we going to start putting the little team together with with yeah. Mike Woodson. More traditional. More traditional mm-hmm. of now we're going to play with two bigs. Mm-hmm. Amari, you're going to be the stretch four. When you already been working at that position, I know you've been playing the five, but now you're going to play the four. You know what I mean? Tight. We got the defensive player of the year. That's what we were trying to establish with Amari and everybody else. And then injuries started to happen, and then you sitting out, and then you got to come back and fit back into what Already is trying to be. Woody is trying to establish something totally different now. Got to he got to adapt to you being hurt. You know what I'm saying? But the understanding of the knowledge of that is like nobody wants to see that. It's Melo is taking over. It's who whose team is it? Melo or Mari's? It's like I don't want this shit. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can have this shit. I never came out of Denver. Said this was my team. I never just came out of New York. Said but when it's my you team. went to New York, did you feel like you were going to be in New York for a while? Or you felt like it was just a bus stop. That was it. You you felt like that was it. That was done. Okay. I was retiring in New York. Done. How was that? Until my free agency. What year was that? I was a free agent. Um, in twelve, eleven, twelve. So I signed. I remember the lockout year was the year after the season that I got traded that next summer. We played the lockout year. Then we came back December. That yep. was 12-13. That was Jason Kidd in them year. We came back 13-14. And then that next, that year 14-15, around that time, I was becoming a free agent. And that was when the Chicago deal was about to happen. Yeah, I thought you were going to be in Chicago. It was done. Yeah, it made sense. It was done. It was done. And at that point in time, I was looking for something totally different. I was looking for, because I had been through so much shit up until that point, like dealing with New York. I was looking for like some type of appreciation, right? From, from, and like a validation almost from the work that I put in. And Chicago was validating that. I went out, you know, it was just valid. It was always been love in Chicago with me and the connection with Chicago. So they was just validating that part of it. So when I got there, it was love. It love. was, and so when I go back to New York, it's like nothing. Right. It was like, <laughs> oh, you ready to sign? I was like what? Like I just got 
what? I just flew into Chicago and this is what's going on. I just flew to Dallas. Cuban just did this. And I come back to New York and we meet in that American cut. You know what I mean? It's like, so how do you feel? You know, you ready to sign? No, you gotta you gotta do the same thing. I'm a free agent. Right. Recruit me. You gotta do the same thing. Right. Because now it's now you playing the game. You know that I wanna be in New York. Like everybody knows that. But you playing the game with me now. You don't do nothing, like nothing. All right, cool. I see what type of time this is. I see what man you stand at. I'm gonna sign back because I wanna sign back. And my family is here. I'm going to sign back. And this is my, I can't let you dictate what happens with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because so, you're, you're the man in New York. That's Right. And, that's I'm, and I'm willing to give that up to go to Chicago. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code Y. That's code Y, W-H-Y, for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See DKNG dot com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but same old. Oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed and to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, then look no further than the Marketing School podcast hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast in the United States and number 15 on business in the United States. And it has amazing guests such as Alex Hormozzi, Layla Hormozzi, Cody Sanchez. We pull in these amazing interviews with other people that are not only great marketers, but actual operators. And the icing on the cake is Neil and myself were also operators as well. So we share learnings from the trenches. We share secrets that we otherwise wouldn't be sharing with other people. And we also share other advantages that will help you get ahead of your competition. So all you have to do is listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. So you just want to give up 
but you go, so that move, like, think about it. New York now, court, on the court is the one thing, but off the court is a whole nother beast. And you're the, you're the guy. Like, you and Amari are the guy. Yeah. Like, fashion is blowing up in New York. You and Lyle, like, yeah. in New York, right? Like, your family's there. Like, New York is the... Yeah, that's home. And you're willing to give New York up because, to go because you're ready to go to a Because of the environment that I was around. In that in the organization, I was willing to walk away from that from because that. it wasn't feeling like the right energy and yeah. place to be. I knew New York was a place to be for me, for everything, for every other reason. For every other reason, business. At and all that moment, I I was looking for. I we got you. Like I I, I didn't need it, but I would have embraced that instead of you fighting. Instead of them fighting it, I already had to deal with the media. I already had to deal with. The fans, I already deal with all of that. I'm going to play ball. You get what I'm saying? I'm going to perform. So whether you like it or not, whether you like me or not, you, I'm going to perform. You didn't want that. You didn't validate. Why you didn't validate that? You allowed me. You said go. And if you come back, then I got you. I got you. Because now you you underneath of me now because you came back. You could have left. You could have went. But you came back. So now, now you under, you under this. You under my. Right. Do you feel with all that being <laughs> said, shifting gears a little bit, that New York was probably the best place to raise Cayenne? Yes. I just come from Colorado. And, I, you know, Cayenne was born in Colorado, in Denver, in Sky Ridge Hospital. And I said, Kyle, we just rolled past your hospital. Like, man, I wasn't born. I said, <laughs> <laughs> he said, I wasn't born. I ain't lit. I said, what? Look, you was born at Sky Ridge Medical Center. Like, we just yeah, drove past. You don't want that. You don't want that. To that point, but he's still like, uh, he knows it. He appreciates, like, oh, you, you know, Denver. Like, oh, then it full circle. Now him being in Colorado Springs is like, damn, that makes sense. Like, oh, this is full circle. But New York. I was very strategic with moving to New York. I could have went to Miami. I could have figured that out. I was very strategic in the sense that I knew me. Mm -hmm. I knew what I needed to operate. Mm -hmm. My son is an identical image when it comes to understanding what he needs to operate. If he don't like it, he ain't operating with it. He don't leave it alone. He ain't going to argue with you. Leave it alone. Coming to New York gave him so much diversity, right, where, yeah, we can. We came to New York. We lived in Harlem. We lived on Upper Harlem. Like, we lived on 102nd and 5th Avenue across from Central Park, right there by 110th and Harlem. You know what I mean? Like, we was in the next block over the projects. We sent you parking the projects. Like, this is diversity at, at the highest level. So for him to be able to, as a young kid, walk around those streets in that environment and be a part of that community, now he's playing. He was going in, in Harlem, you know, Queens. As a little kid, Bronx, Brooklyn, we moving. You know what I mean? Like, I'm moving the way that I'm moving around the city. And now you get a chance to f see that and move the move with me. Now you moving that way now. Mm -hmm. So the grant, the foundation is already laid mm -hmm. for you. Now you just gotta 
know how to move, right. when to move and how to move. So he, know, he knows how to navigate these situations that he's going to be put into a lot a lot yes. better than a lot of kids because of how he had to navigate New York. Absolutely. And I think New York is the belly of the beast. Like, it's the belly of the beast. So anything that people go through is New York. The stresses of New York, the tension of New York, the loudness, the noise, the smell. You get what I'm saying? The amount of people. Like, you got to have to be able to navigate through all of that. And I'm, I tell him, I said, look, you have a chance to be the face of all of this. Think about that. In high school, you represent New York. You represent Brooklyn, New York. And you live in Brooklyn, New York. You represent New York. You've been there since four years old. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You have an opportunity to be the face of what New York has to offer. That's a lot of pressure. On top of me being your dad, you get what I'm saying? Yeah, this ain't like you we in South Carolina where you can... Just chill and go to, you know, be the number one player. You ain't the number one player, so you still grinding. Yeah. So I would prefer you to grind and get that grit and grind in New York and Baltimore and during these years. Because I'm going to give you everything else. Me and your mom going to give you the education. We going to give you the knowledge. We going to give you the jewels that you really need. But now you, you inside of this belly of the beast. And it, it, it's going to go as you go. So I'm able to tell him these type of stories. And he be, you know, sometimes he, oh, he, he like, man, man, that's right. But sometimes he's just like. Do you see what you had in your mind is this is what you're going to be able to have and be able to do. Do you see him being able, do you see him embracing it or do you see him running from it? And not, I, I know the answer, but I'm asking. Yeah, so no, of course, of course. So the beauty and what my son has and what, like what men have. Like, our bond is that he embraces it. You know what I mean? But I, I think that comes from me and his mom just always like, you ain't running from it. You, you're not going to run from it. You have to embrace this life. You have to embrace who your mom is. You have to embrace who your dad is. You have to embrace it. If you don't embrace it, it's going to be harder on you because you're going to feel like you have to fulfill some shoes, and, and you can't do that. I don't want you to do that. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I could have named you Carmelo, Kanye, and Anthony. Junior, I ain't want that. I flipped it around for you as much as I wanted a junior. I gave you your own identity. But you always, we were connected. So that ain't you cool. You get your own Cayenne, you Cayenne Carmelo Anthony. Like, that's different. So you get the opportunity to stand on your own a little bit. Mm -hmm. So for me, I just wanted him to understand you got to embrace who you are. You can't run from it, bro. Like, yeah, you know D-Wade. Yeah, you know Jay. Yeah, you know Dre. Yeah, you know Bron. Yeah, those are family. Those are people that you call if you really need some shit, if you in some shit. If your pops <laughs> is in some shit, you call. You, call them. <laughs> <laughs> you get what I'm saying? Like, these are the people. So, yes, embrace who you are. When people are out and they say Kanye and they want to take embrace it. Yeah. Embrace it because the more you embrace it, the easier it will be for you to navigate through those doors and through that life. Cause now you can just do what you do. Go poop, go play ball, live your life. You know what I'm saying? But you also know that you got this support system on this side. So as we, it's so much we can talk about. And we're going to save the business, Mello, for our next interview. What we're going to do is we're going to wrap, we're going to end talking about the end of your career. And 
how that went down, right? Now, we talked about the beginning and how— yeah. It all plays a part. Right? So let's go to the end now. Now, you're one of the greatest players. You're a top 10 scoring in this league, which is— this league been around for a minute. There's been some buckets in this 75, league. A lot, of, a lot of hitters. It's a lot of hitters. <laughs> You're top 10 in scoring. You're top 75. You have all the 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 accolades that you worked your ass off for. You can't control always if you can get a championship. That ain't Indeed. based on just you. I stopped worrying about that. You can't control that. Sure. But you got one in college. For sure. You got you one. <laughs> but your career path of how it ended wasn't what you would think a superstar of your caliber how yeah. it would end tell me about how you dealt with and this is obviously a lesson for all of us how did you deal with being up here yeah. for so long and then feeling like nobody wanted you yeah it took me back to a kid it took me back to shit always being taken away I don't work this hard to get to this point, and it's just that easy. You could just take it away from me without no explanation. What is the explanation? To this day, I don't know the explanation. You get what I'm saying? So I'm, yeah. I can laugh about it now, but at that point in time, that shit was difficult to deal with because you coming from all-star, 24, 23 points a game, like, to I can't make a nine-man roster, bro. Like, what are we talking about here? Like, you What? Me. Then now, now I'm gonna be selfish now. Me. This is me you talking about. I know what I do. I know everybody know what I do. You telling me I'm a I can't make a nine man roster in this NBA. Fuck out of here. Like you are bugging. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you are bugging. So how did it get there? Nobody. what you understand. Bro, I don't understand this shit to this day. I really don't understand it. There's no explanation, bro. Listen, I'm going to just try to give you this in a quick summary. When I left New York, right, I, I didn't leave New York. I got pushed out of New York. Let's be, be technical. I got, Phil pushed me out of New York. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I struggled to leave New York. OKC and I've never, I'll support Sam Presti to this day and anything that he ever wanted to do. He came the 25th hour. Melo, we are taking you. We believe in you. You are the piece that we need in OKC. This is the conversation. I never thought we would be in this situation to be able to have somebody like you. Leon, yo, OKC, we out. Oh, where they got P? Oh, they got Russ. Oh, we out. They got Russ. I am the, I'm, they still got Steven Adams. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh, this is perfect. OKC, smaller market. You ain't got to worry too much. Boom, 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 boom. Like, I could just play ball. Just go hoop. And go hoop. I got Russ. I got PG. I got... Oh, I'm cool. Man, that happened. And I felt it starting to happen in OKC with that team. And it was. What like, did you feel? It was slowly like, like almost pulling back on Melo. I, it goes from not being a part of this play. And it's like, oh, you go from this eight, you know, 29, 30 minutes, you start going to 28, 26. And it's like, oh, we just, they had the game going. And it's like, okay, I get that part of it. If they got it rolling, let them roll. But then you start, you ain't incorporating to the offense. 
you ain't you ain't part of the system. And then it's like, I'm asking what's going on. So is it is it No, you'll figure it out. You you could figure it out. It's not talent. It's not talent based. So is it not is talent it, based. Is it a part of the game changing and they want you to change your game? No, at this point, at this point, it was I was willing to change my game. I I knew PG Russ. So I'm going there as to figure this out with all three of us. Right. So it ain't like I'm coming in like, yo, I'm mellow and no, like, yo, I'm in the film sessions and the meetings and yo, PG, what you need me to do? Like, you got it. I'm playing off of you. Russ, I'm I'm playing off of you. I'm gonna do some other shit. I got y'all. You let me know what with that being said. I'm still a part of this, champ. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like, throw it down here to me. Let me work. Like, let me get to it. Let me work. Let me, yeah, you know what I mean? Then sure. y'all can go like, but don't throw me a bone. Like, make me a part of what's going on. Because guess what? Pete, you going to get more points because I'm out here. Russ, you going to get way more because I'm out here. Because at the end of the day, I'm the fourth option on this team. On OKC, Steve Adams was an option before me on that yeah, team. You only all the pick and rolls, and I understood. And I understood that I didn't fight it. None of that when shit wasn't working. OKC, I went to him and, what do I need to do? I know I ain't doing shit wrong. What do I need to do? Because I know I got to do that for the sake of P and the sake of Russ. So I'm gonna sacrifice my whatever you need me to sacrifice. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. Then we get to the playoffs, and it's like. Bro, we playing Utah, bro. We first of all, we all had a terrible series. We all had a terrible. Nobody feels comfortable. Nobody knows what to do. Nobody. Russ got the ball there. PG's on top. You know what I mean? It's like, what are we doing here, bro? Oh, by the way, Metal Bell is out. Well, I ain't shoot the ball since first quarter. Man. <laughs> <laughs> you want me to bail you out? You know, I'll take the bomb. No, I'll take the bomb. Go out. I'll, I'll I'll take it. I'll take it. I don't want my man to deal with that. I don't want Russ to deal with that. I don't want PG to deal with that. I'm cool with taking that. I'm cool with it. So it started there. That summer, I was supposed to sign back with. I still had a year left on OKC. I was going back to OKC. I started hearing the, the whispers. Hey, you might want you want to restructure your contract? I'm owed $28 million. How do you want me to restructure 28? What you want me to do, champ? <laughs> what, you, what the fuck you want me to do? If y'all got a better way, if you had a better way, please come tell me how to restructure $28 million, bro. And it wasn't even about the money, but I felt like y'all was playing with me at this time. Uh, so I said, y'all want me to restructure this? How y'all want me to restructure it? I want to be here. I'm willing to do what I got to do to be here. I want to build me, PG, and Russ. Yeah. Let's do it. Yeah. I'm willing to do that. I'll take less. You know what? What kind of deal y'all wanted? You want to cut this down into three years, to 28 over three? Let's four years. Let's do it. Give me seven a year. Let's do it. I'm going to work with it. Wait, you were willing to go down to seven a year after you had 28? Because they were trying to figure out a way how to make the contracts work for everybody. So at this point, I, I was owed 28 at one year, my last year. Oh, so P and them had deals coming. P and them had deals. So mm -hmm. I'm talking to them like, yo, P. Y'all want to be here, Russ? We're going to make this work. You know what? Yo, I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a break my deal down. You got to come off the bench. What? Where does this come from? You went for from. Who? who are you coming off the bench for? Bruh. Uh, they who was, was on the like, team? Who, who they was, was like, uh, 
they was trying to put Jeremy Grant, like make him the next, you know, kind of thing in OKC. I guess they looked at me like, Melo ain't going to be here long. I didn't even know Jeremy Grant was in OKC. I don't even remember him being there. He ain't going to be here long. This so, is going to be so, our future. Right. All right, but I'm here now. You just want to dismiss me right away. Right. Well, I'm still here. I'm still here. All right, cool. So now at that point, shit started, you know, I start understanding what's going on. I'm in Africa, bro. Chilling, family. I get a call. Houston. Mello, you are our missing piece. Mm. How are you at this time? Oh, this is 2017. Like this. You're, you're me. You're early 30. I'm 33. I don't know. Okay. 30, All right. Just for the, just for everybody to know. Yeah, I'm young. I mean, I'm, you know, I'm still rocking. Like, 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 like you're 38. Bro, I just I was just all star New York two years ago. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> like, like, come on. I went from New York to going to OKC after 24. You you get what I'm saying? So it's like it ain't wasn't a talent. It wasn't it ain't nothing to basketball wise. So, yo. Boom, Houston calls. Hey, you need to make this happen. You're the piece. You see what happened to us last year. We was missing this. Uh, what you can bring. Uh, all of that. What's CP at? Because CP's in Houston. CP's in Houston. Is Mike D'Antoni in Houston? Mike D'Antoni in Houston. Okay. PG's in Houston. I mean, uh, Ruth, not Russ. CP, James, James, PJ Tucker, Capella. Capella, mm hmm. Gerald Green. You know what I mean? It's like mm-hmm. they just lost. They were just up 3-1. You know what I mean? Like they just mm-hmm. lost that. Trevor, Ariza, they get Trevor out of there, which is why they were saying you are the missing piece. Right? I already knew going into Houston that they was looking at me as a Trevor Ariza, and there's no knock to Trevor Ariza, but they wanted that type of mentality, somebody who was – was a 3 and D guy. Somebody who didn't mind sitting in the corner, didn't mind cutting, didn't mind, you know, playing off of those. Why would they come and get you? This is my question. I'm glad you <laughs> asked this question. I'm asking them that. So how do you see me in this offense? Right. Because I know y'all are layups and threes. I got it. I'm a rhythm guy, right? But I'm, I'm, I see CP playing. So I'm like, okay, CP is kind of a similar mid-range guy. Got to mm-hmm. get to it. Got to get a rhythm. Got You know what I mean? I'm, I'm Okay, he's there. So, oh, they would accept that for me. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I get there. I get to Houston, man. They tell me, D-Way, no mid-range shots. Mm-hmm. I ain't talking to me. <laughs> <laughs> what you brought me here for? What? They, this is Not what they I, talking to me. They ain't talking to me. They ain't talking to me. Talk somebody else. I'm looking at CP like behind me on the on the chair. I'm like, mm, see, what? Like, leave it, leave it alone. It's only forty. Oh, they broke it down numbers. We only allowed seventeen mid range shots a game. Uh, here's who could take them. Broke them down. CP can take the majority of the, the mid-range shots. James can take Melo, you get maybe one. Maybe one. I had 25,000 points <laughs> from mid-range. <laughs> you tell me I only can take one mid-range game a game, but you want me to shoot 12 threes. Okay. No. If I can't, if I ain't shooting this mid-range, I, can, I ain't gonna be able to make 12 no threes. For them 12 threes. Not at all. And they held that. They held that against it. And 
Yo, d what I had to swallow my pride and ego so much in Houston. Like, you know what? I'm going to do it. I'm just going to do it because everybody says I can't do it. Nobody believes you're going to be able to do it. Nobody believes yeah, that. I ain't think you can do it. He's going to come off the bench. He's yeah. like, it's like. <laughs> Nello can't do that. <laughs> bro, I never said I ain't coming off the bench. I told him, yo, y'all do what y'all got to do. I'm, I'm just here. Like, y'all do what y'all got to do. Go there. Well, we, we want to keep PJ in the starting lineup. Cool. I, go ahead. I already accepted the fact that I'm coming off the bench. Cool. D-Way, I went on a spree of like averaging like 24, mm-hmm. like for like seven out of 10 games. I remember you hooping. Bro, come back to San Antonio. We're on the San Antonio trip. In the room, I get the call. Hey, I'm coming in town. We need to meet. We like three and five or something like that. Need to meet. I'm thinking he wanted to meet with me to figure out what's going on with the team and the players. And I don't want to say his name. I don't. Come to my room and says, yeah, I think uh, your services are no more, no longer needed. Mm. Straight to it. I say. No foreplay. No foreplay. I say. Ah, man, get out of here, man. What you talking about? Man, we're going to figure this shit like that. Like, I'm now I got to take it on the joking side. He's like, ah, oh, man, yeah, we're going to figure it. But nah, we just don't see you part of the plans going into playoffs. Playoffs? We are nine games into the season. You talking about playoffs. So now I'm getting serious. He's just like very stoic and like, well, this is what it's going to be. And this is, and I say, Damn, bro, like you don't, I said, you don't have a soul, man. You don't have a heart. You don't, I said, I'm a, I can take it. But the fact that you just came in here and just said, we don't have no place for you on this team. And I asked you why. And you tells me, well, it's just not a fit. I thought it was going to fit. It's just not, it's not going to fit. What's not going to fit? So now, Will's attorney called CP. Oh, CP, bro. You my family. You my brother. If you you knew anything about this, <laughs> not that you knew anything about this. This is real talk. This I is know, one o'clock in the morning. Yo, come to my room right now, champ. Like he like what? I ain't there. Now I don't give a fuck where you at. I I need to holler at you. Yo, you know anything about this? Come in the room, what, man. I swear I ain't. Yo, see, don't lie to me, bro. Like, come on. Like I'm hurt at this point. Like nigga, you my best friend. Like. Like, nah, like, I'm going to find out what's going on. I said, see, I just need you to tell me. I asked him three times, but CP will tell you that. I asked him three times. Did you know anything about this? He like, nah, I promise you. He did. So I'm like, oh, all right, my nigga ain't, you know what I mean? Like, all right, boom. Like, I'm going to figure this out. Like, I'm going to figure it out. See, don't need trip. Call somebody else. Yo, you know about this? Nah, 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 nah. What's going on? But I was just with you. At dinner. So, I, of course, I ain't, you don't got nothing to do with this. I'm just with you. You know I'm about to head a meeting. And I've, to this day, I can't figure out what happened. I don't know what happened. I get rumblings of, right. you know, what you know right. how the game go. We was in that seat before. You know what I'm saying? It's just yeah. a matter of what you do with that seat. So, now, that year happens. I'm off away from the game. And I say, I'm done with it. So you were you were done with the game after that? Yeah, because I ain't had no answers. 
No answers. None. 28 the night before, 25. You have no answer why you're sitting at home. You're like, why am I sitting Bro, at you home? You told me I, you want, you, I should come to the game but sit behind the bench. What the fuck is what? Oh, right. you really trying to embarrass me now. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? You really trying to make me flip to make me look bad. Like, no, I'm not going to give you that. You know what? You asked me to leave. I'm cool. I ain't going to the game. Don't ask. You know what I mean? Like, you asked me to leave the, the, basically the team. And you, then you asked me to come to the games. I'm not doing that. No disrespect. We ain't going to make no scene out of this, though. Yeah. I'm going to bite the bullet. I'm going to walk away. Yeah, but it ain't that easy. I'm going to deal with it on my time, though. Okay. I'm not going to deal with it in the public. Right. I'm going to deal with it behind closed doors, which fucked me up for four months. Right. I was about to say, how was your wellness? How was Fucked your... up. Fucked all the how way How did you up. deal with it? Reading. Lessons. Getting to my lessons. Back into my lessons. Um, working out. Like, I was working out, like, three, four times a day. Yeah. Because I didn't want to think, like, damn, I, niggas just think I'm a loser. Like, niggas think he whack. And that's what was going on. Like, oh, he lost, he boom, he did, he, he deserved. Like, I heard all of that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you know what? Click, boom, unplug. And I unplugged for about seven months. Started working, started getting myself together, started talking, started going through the, the therapy, started going through talking, started going to life coach, started really putting shit into perspective of what really was and what it is and what it's not. Understanding the business of the game, understanding, you know, it was just, everything was on the table. And I was like, you know what? I'm walking away from it. I'm done with the game. I'm done because you know what? If I love this game more than this game loved me, mm. I don't deserve to be here. Mm. It's over. There's no relationship at that point. Nothing can work in life with that type of relationship. Mm, I love you more than you love me. So I'm cool. Mm. I'm going to walk away from the game. And I had to make that decision. I didn't watch games. I didn't listen to it. I didn't know sports. There was no sports. It was music. It was books. It was writing. And that was 2018. 2018. I started writing. That's when I started writing my book, you know, talking about my book. I'm like, yeah. yo, fuck it. This is the time to, like, quarantine hit. So I was in a double doozy. And the, the first time you showed up at a game was my last year. It was. In the garden. It was. My last game. And that was so hard to come to. I know. Hard. I said, man, I'm not going to. What? <laughs> Tell my man, we're going to dinner after. <laughs> I already I'm not know. fucking going I already to dinner. know. Right, Hell no, champ. no, in the garden? I know, champ. Bro, I'm like, no way, no, please. Why does that have to be to go next year? Leave <laughs> My last game bro, in the garden, like, you showed up. Bro, I'm like, you know what? And then I, it was a point where I was like feeling bad for myself. I'm like, why am I feeling bad? I feel guilty about it. I don't even know what I feel guilty about. Yeah, you did about. something wrong. Did I do something wrong? I started asking that. And then like the media started like, damn, what the fuck? Damn, it was like, oh, they was waiting for this moment. Like, I ain't do shit wrong. What did I do? You get what I'm saying? So I was fighting myself with that. So I had to get my mind right, my mental right, talking to people, being around my kids. Really was like, my son is like, yo, dad, like, man, you, you the shit, man. Like, what you doing? I'm like, man, I ain't. Son, fuck that game. I'm here with you. And it started to cause... Not friction, but it was like, I ain't going to that game. 
to his game. I ain't going over there. I don't want to be around that. And he started like, like that. you know what I mean? He started like, yo, dad, don't even, don't even come. Like, don't even worry about it. I already know. Like, but if I'm there with that energy, that's giving that energy to you because I can't be like into it the way that I want to be. I'm, I'm going. So I'm coming there looking empty. I'm just hoodie on. I'm empty. I'm just trying to figure this shit out. And those kids, man, been around the, the AAU and those kids, those are the kids that really like mm -hmm. gave me back my swag. Mm -hmm. Cause they like, man, what, man, man, oh, you can't, you ain't supposed to be out, you know, you supposed to be, boom, boom, boom. but they realized that, and I, they're gonna realize this later, that they were a part of a journey that they don't even know about mm -hmm. with me, being in there during that time, that being therapeutic for me around those kids. Yeah, it took you back to the the reason why you started playing. It took you back to the beginning. Come and kill it took you back to the innocence of, of it all. You start listening. Business. You start listening differently. Mm -hmm. You start moving differently. You start approaching things differently because now y'all built me up. So now I have to give back to y'all, which is why I do what I do today. All right, we'll stop there. This is about a three-hour interview, and we ain't even halfway through. <laughs> man, I appreciate you coming through, man. I appreciate you having this comment. We are not done. We will finish this at a later date. Nah, man, I, I can talk all day, you understand? Hey, um, you know, you talk to me, I talk nah, back. but I appreciate you being, like, vulnerable and open. And th these are the things and the tools that the kids that's playing this game they need to understand the guys that's in the game right now today that that feels that one organization say, "Oh, it's family." Is that you need to understand the realness of this, the yeah, business, the other, of this, the other side of the this, dark which side of we don't see because the money and the and the, and the celebrity and the, all the things that you know, all the shiny things. Yeah. But this is the other side too. The dark side of sports. Dark side of sports. You don't think it's gonna happen to you? <laughs> and we all got a story. Which was I was that guy. Right. This can't happen to me. This ain't happening to Mellow Champ. This ain't happening to the God. No, this ain't. Play. What the hell? No. Stay mellow. Conversations with D Wade. Peace. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. It's a simple truth. No matter who you are, Mental health challenges can affect you, and how you manage them can make all the difference. That's why everyone should have access to mental health support that meets them where they are and helps them get through. BetterHelp provides online therapy on your schedule. It's flexible, simple to use, and more affordable than in-person therapy. Connect with a licensed therapist selected just for you. Learn more at BetterHelp.com. That's BetterHelp.com. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. If you want to level up your marketing and business knowledge, look no further than the Marketing School Podcast, hosted by Neil Patel and yours truly, Eric Sue. It is the number one marketing podcast on Apple and number 15 on business in the United States. Now, if you want to listen to interesting conversations with operators that have been there, done that, also with other interesting guests, 
Then listen to Marketing School every weekday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.